I swear I'm going to compliment that intro every time I hear it. That is nuts. <laughs> what is going on, everybody? You are listening straight to the core. My name is Matt Massacre, and we have a very, very, very special episode three for you today. We have our very, very first band on the podcast, The Final Burial out of Texas. I got an interview with these guys. I'm going to play here in a second. But first things first, I just want to mention how... I kind of kicked myself in the mouth last week, and I'm going to tell you why. So, in the beginning of episode two, I kind of went on a tangent on how, at that point in time, as of me recording that segment, that the podcast wasn't distributed yet to any of the main or major podcast outlets. And I shit you not, the minute, well not minute, maybe two minutes after I stopped recording, after I stopped recording got up off my chair and went to go to the bathroom or something. I don't remember what I did. My phone started going off. I'm like, what the hell is going on? I looked down on my phone. I got like four or five emails from Anchor saying, congratulations, your podcast is now distributed here. Your podcast is now available here. Your podcast, so on and so forth. I'm like, are you fucking kidding me? Like, I was mad, but I was happy. Like, I was happy because like, holy shit, you know, straight to the core is getting distributed everywhere now. This is great. But on the other side of the coin, I'm like, motherfucker, I just went through a whole tangent three minutes ago about how the podcast wasn't available anywhere yet except for Anchor.fm, which wasn't a problem because Anchor.fm will always be the main host for the podcast. So that's all well and good, but now i got to wait to announce everything because it's not going to make any sense if I were to release episode two at the time. And say all that, and then at the exact same point in time, start making Facebook posts and Instagram posts and Twitter posts about, oh, hey, the podcast is available here. The podcast is available there. Da 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 da. But all that aside, I figured I needed to tell that story because I thought it was hilarious. I was like, I was irritated and happy, and I just, I don't know. But I am proud to say, including Anchor.fm as the main host, straight to the core is available on 12 different outlets. And I'm going to name them off real quick. Um, After I post this episode, I'm going to go on the Facebook page. I'm going to pin a post to the top of the page uh, with direct links to to all 11, not including the Anchor.fm link, to all the um, 11 different outlets. Uh, If you do go on Anchor.fm forward slash StraightCorePod on the website, if you have the app, uh, there's a pull-down menu you can click on, and it'll bring up all 11 of them, but I'm still going to post it up on the Facebook page anyway. But either way, Facebook page to find them all, or if you go on the Anchor.fm link and uh, click on the, the pop-down menu, and then click on the corresponding link of whatever host you want to uh, use primarily, it'll it'll open right up. But all 11 we've got on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Breaker.audio, CastBox, Overcast, Pocket Casts, Podbean, Radio Public, Stitcher, and TuneIn Radio. That is a fucking lot. Holy shit, I am so happy about that. I never thought in a million years, me, I'm not a musician, I never claim to be. I do own a few musical instruments, but I'm not, I'm not very good at it. I'm, I'm sure if I locked myself in a room for a few hours a day, I could probably, you know, get something going, but I can't commit like that. And uh, so for me to be able to look at something that I created that, you know, something I can be proud of and if, to see it on the spot on the Spotify app and be able to play it and to see, you know, the info, because most newer cars nowadays have the little screens on them now. And if you have blue, most of those has, have Bluetooth and then you can see what you're playing, like artists and everything and song and album. And for me to see straight to the core and then the episode name I was listening to on my car screen as I'm driving down the road. Uh, just just made me feel so amazing just because I never thought that something like that would ever be possible for me until now. And th- the fact that I got Spotify and, and, and Google and Apple and all the different dedicated podcast apps, it's 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 insane. But if, if there's an app on there that you primarily use, like I use CastBox primarily, I'm probably going to start transferring everything to Spotify just so I have everything all in one. But as of right now, I use CastBox. Um, but I know there's a few other dedicated podcast apps out there that aren't that this podcast isn't distributed to yet. 
Uh, but if you want the private RSS feed to implant the podcast into your favorite podcast app or program on your on your computer, uh, the podcast, the private RSS feed URL can also be found on anchor.fm forward slash straightcorepod. Uh, the links to all the apps I just mentioned are on there, and at the very, very bottom of all that, it has the option to copy the RSS feed URL. And so just copy that and then... Uh, paste it into like podcast addict. I used podcast addict for a while. I don't have that as a distribution source as of right now. I'm going to try to get it on there. Um, but the beauty of podcast addict is that you can, it's just an example of, of, of an out, an app that you can implant the RSS feed URL of, a, of your favorite podcast into podcast addict and it'll pull up the podcast and you'll get notifications and everything. Um, but if you don't have like say for example, you go onto the Anchor.fm link to try to find your favorite link to your favorite app. Once you click on it, it'll automatically open up in the app that you chose. Like if you want to use Spotify, you click on the Spotify link, it'll automatically open up in Spotify. And if you don't, for whatever reason, don't have the link or not the link, but the app, I should say, downloaded, and you click on the link, it'll open up like the App Store or the Google Play Store and then prompt you to download the app. But like I mentioned, the anchor.fm link, anchor.fm forward slash straightcorepod will always be the homepage, the, the main website, until I can make one later on down the road, but that's that's another topic altogether. But as of right now, the anchor.fm link, anchor.fm website, I should say, will always be the main host as of right now, the main way you can listen to the podcast. And the cool thing about anchor.fm is that they allow you, the listener, to be able to leave me a voice message. All you gotta do is either go on the website or download the app, either way it works, uh, and make a quick account and then favorite me, straight, uh, straight to the core, favorite the podcast on the app or the website, and then you know make your name or whoever you wanna be, and then there's, a, there's an option to click both on the app and, the, and, the, ugh, and on the website. I'm getting so far ahead of myself right now, I can't even talk right. Um, there's a there's an option to leave a voice message. So you click on that and you can record a voice message. Send me some love. And the cool thing about the voice message, I had, I had a friend of mine do it, and I forgot I made that an option. So I'm glad he reminded me, so I can mention it now in episode three. Uh, but if you if you decide to leave me and send me a voice message, I will put that whatever you send me, depending on what it is. I know you got some jokesters out there, which is all well and good, but if it's too vulgar, I don't know if I'm gonna go that far. Uh, but you can send me a voice message, and if you decide to send me a voice message on Anchor.fm, I will implant whatever it is you said on episode four, and so on and so forth. If you if if the week before, like say for now, obviously you didn't really know about this until now because I totally forgot about totally forgot about it and totally forgot to mention it. But now that I remembered it, thanks to Zach, love you, buddy. Thanks for thanks for uh, creeping me out a bit. He left me a really creepy creepy message where he whispered like the something like that it was it was creepy I was at work it was like three in the morning I was creeped out it's okay though <laughs> but yeah uh, leave me a voice message and then I'll, I'll be sure to implant whatever it is you say into episode four and then that'll be the same trend going on from here so after obviously it won't be in episode three um, but if you decide to do it it'll be sure to be in episode four and then if for some reason uh, it doesn't get you don't, it doesn't get submitted in time by the time episode 4 gets uploaded next week. Then it'll be in episode 5 and so on and so forth. Um, but rewinding a bit, one thing I ask is that if you use... If you primarily... If you primarily use... That's one word I found out I can't say. Holy shit. Uh, if you use a dedicated podcast app, or like Spotify, for example, be sure to subscribe or follow or whatever... Whatever the app, so each app's different. I've seen some subscribes. I've seen some follow buttons. Either one, make sure you subscribe and/or follow on all eleven outlets, so that way you'll no- be notified immediately when new episodes go up. So that way you can, you know, find the time to listen to it and everything. And like I said, I use Castbox personally, and I make sure I follow everybody that I listen to on Castbox, and I get notifications daily every time one of my favorite podcasts uploads a new episode. So make sure you do that. But enough about all that. Let's uh, let's get into this interview with the final burial out of Texas. First thing I want to do before we get into that 
Let's give a huge shout out to From the Depths Entertainment out of Reading, Pennsylvania uh, for, for making all this possible. And then another shout out to Mr. Joshua Rhodes and Rhodes Entertainment. Uh, for those of you who didn't see the announcement, Straight to the Core is now a part of the Rhodes Entertainment family. We are now an official affiliate of Rhodes Entertainment. So give them a like on Facebook. Uh, check out their website. It's www.rhodesentertainment.net. Or if you want to simplify it, it's Rhodes, R-H-O-D-E-S-E-N-T.net. Uh, check out everything Josh has to offer. Um, so yeah, let's get it to the final burial. I'm really excited about this first band, episode three. Let's do it. I'd be lying if I said I wasn't excited as shit to be here right now, because I am sitting here with the very, very first band on the podcast for episode three. Uh, I'm gonna let these guys do the introductions. Uh, so. What's your band name? What are your names? And what do you do in the band? And how long have you been a band together? We are the Final Burial. My name's Lino, and I play the drums. My name is Brian. I'm the guitar player and bass. I'm Bloom. I'm vocals. And uh, we've been a band together for about five years. So you got a new EP coming out in October, I believe, if I if I read it right. Uh, where was that recorded? Um, and who are you releasing it through? How many tracks is it? This is kind of like a six-part question, to be honest. Um, but all that, and then most importantly, what is the release date? So we tracked it here at my Please and Crop Circle Studios, and then we sent it over to our buddy Josh from Widowmaker Studios, where he mixed and mastered it. It's an eight-track EP, and it'll be released through our label, From the Depths. Our release date for the EP will be on October 24th, so be on the lookout for that. So this one is kind of for each of you individually. So as musicians, what is one or two people that you draw the biggest inspiration from? Like the reason you picked up a guitar pick or the reason you picked up a microphone or a drumstick. What is your biggest inspiration to even want to be a musician? Well, my biggest inspiration was just music or just the guitar in general. I really uh, had a liking for it. Then I found out my dad did it and I... You know, that inspired me to do it more, and I discovered the bands. First, it was like Metallica and uh, Testament and Exodus, and then I moved up to like, <laughs> moved up, yeah, uh, moved up to Morbid Angel and uh, Deicide and Decapitated, all types of bands. Uh, I like a variety, and I, I don't live on myself. I don't just listen to death metal or anything like that. And yeah, those are my inspirations. Bands I listened to growing up. Corn uh, was uh, one of my favorite bands when I was growing up. Pantera as well. Uh, Raging is the Machine. And seeing all those bands play huge, you know, stadium theater shows. And, you know, just having a blast on stage uh, made me want to be uh, a part of that, too. Uh, as for me, um, I grew up with, you know, the, the regular rock. And, you know, as you grow older, you start hearing heavier stuff. Uh, but what really made my uh, craft solid was uh, Abacab, the vocalist from Abacab, uh, Mitch from Suicide Silence, and uh, Phil from uh, Whitechapel. That, that's kind of like what built my foundation and, and made my uh, my vocals and what they are right now. Uh, one, of the, one of the last ones was uh, the vocalist from And Held Followed With, like trying to peak those highs and uh, the maximum capacity and, uh, you know, m- m- making, bringing the best out of each pitch and each level and from different vocalists that influenced me. So this next one here, this next question, it kind of piggybacks, it kind of piggybacks on the last one. Uh, so individually you have your inspirations, but collectively as a band, what are some artists and bands that you enjoy that collectively you drew inspiration to find your sound? Uh, for me, it would be uh, Glass Cloud. Uh, they're one of my uh, biggest influences, mainly because they have uh, a lot of jumpy grooves. Another one would be Bone of Osiris, uh, because in their early albums, they were very technical, and 
they had uh, such a great sound that I wanted to be a part of too. Uh, bands that influenced me in, in the final burial would be I like Miss Sugar. Uh, I like their style of uh, like they have like a jazz technical groove. Uh, uh, I don't know. I guess heavy metal or I would consider some kind of like uh, deathcore in a way. Like it's just a mixture of everything. Um, I don't know. They're pretty, pretty fucking. They're pretty heavy. Oh, can we cuss on this? I hope so. Uh, anyways, uh, a decapitated. They're, they're one of my favorite bands. Um, they're also a very technical band. I, I like a lot of technical bands. I, I do, I do. I like Amir as well, Glass Cloud as well, and stuff like that. Pretty much have similar influences, except for Bloom. <laughs> what kind of influenced uh, me with the band? It's a little bit of what the rest of the guys said. Meshuga, Born of Osiris. Um, I like a little bit more polyrhythmic and off-tempo uh, jazz type of uh, uh, music, kind of like Entities and uh, Prime Meridian and uh, Life Forms. I'm a huge fan of Life Forms. Um, so that's we kind of like uh, pinched stuff from this genre here, this genre there, and trying to kind of like put it into our own sound plus kind of like implementing our own influence, personal influence, and just adding it and making it to our own unique sound. So talking about goals and, and dreams you have as a band, this could be like a literal dream or this could be like the goal you want to achieve at some point down the line. But if, if, if you can answer this individually or together, um, but if, if you guys could tour with anybody, and I mean anybody, who's the, what is the dream tour that you guys would love to be a part of and love to go on? And who would it be with and what part of the world? Would it be? Would it be just like a North American tour? Would you want to tour Europe, Japan? I mean, the sky's the limit with this question. But the label we always uh, talk about is uh, Sumerian, and you see a lot of uh, progressive uh, metal uh, genres, a lot of bands in that label. Uh, a dream tour for me with the bands would be probably be Born of Osiris, Animals as Leaders, you know those type of bands. Yeah, as well, um, I would like to see our band succeed and get further, you know, uh, hopefully become well-known and tour the world if we get to. Uh, I do want to focus a lot on the music to be able to get get that far. And I would love to play with any bands, really, any um, bands that, can, that are you know out there doing what we love to do as well. And I, I wouldn't really care where exactly uh, we go, but I, I would like for it to be in front of like a big crowd. That's like that'd be like the coolest thing ever. Yeah. Uh, there's not a doubt in my mind that we'll get sooner or later where we need to be, and I'm pretty sure all the hard work is gonna pay off. We deserve to be. We, we grinded from the from the bottom, and uh, this name has been more over ten years. And with this new lineup, it's it's been about f five solid years. So. Once, once we get where where we need to be, I'm I'm, I'm not gonna be surprised, but uh, I'll be grateful, and I would really like to tour with I don't know uh, the whole world, like just showcase our the music the whole world where they never heard our style before, and and and, and they can learn about it and research it and, and and jam out to it as much as we do. So one thing I found interesting, a really really interesting, and it piqued my interest, is is on your Facebook page in the in the genre section. You have that your genre is Django Deathcore Experimental. Now I know what Deathcore and Experimental are, but what what kind of sound is Django? Django is actually a a style of guitar playing. Uh, it's kind of like an upbeat, groovy, technical style, and uh, try to incorporate that, and especially in our newer stuff. Where I'm gonna really get down on that, oh buddy. Django's, like what Brian said, is a little bit more loose, more jumpy, trying to like get you off your feet, everyone. We're trying to incorporate the crowd a little bit more uh, so they can, uh, you know, participate in, in, into our stage performance. And that's what's a little bit more focused into a little bit more jumping and, you know, grooving it up. For the new EP you got coming out this October, The Tenth Planet, 
what is the inspiration for the title of that EP? Is that, is that something you just threw together, or is that is this like a concept EP, or it's a very space spacey themed uh, cover art? So did you try to did you get the cover art first, and then try to find a title that wraps around the cover art to make it like one seamless thing, or, or did you did you put did you did you put a little bit more thought into it? Uh, so Bloom. Uh wrote a script that we have on our Facebook. It's kind of like our, uh, I think, quota, I think you would say, our theme. Uh, so it's, uh, we are a groove past Orion's belt and a heaviness deep within the unders- undiscovered grounds of the 10th planet. And I just, uh, I liked that a lot that he wrote that, and I suggested, I was like, hey, man, we should write, uh, I mean, we should call the album 10th Planet since... Our album isn't like entirely based on one concept. It's based on multiple concepts. So we didn't want to like call our album something specific or too specific uh, and confuse people, I guess. And so, yeah, that's the story behind Ted Plant. And then Bloom drew um, the art that we have for it. Uh, did a good, great job putting it together. And, uh, yeah, that's gonna be our on our EP. Yeah, so uh, the concept or not concept? There's uh, a lot of uh, myth mythological myths from Sumerian texts back in over four or five thousand years ago, uh, based on Sumerian gods called the Anunnaki, and uh, they kind of migrated over here, and uh, according to the the prophecy it's they have made the modern man and made him uh, a genetic slave for them to uh, mine gold uh, for the atmosphere over there at the 10th planet so I just I mean I, I love the the concept and, 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 and the myth and, and all the text behind it and I just had to write some some kind of a, a story behind it and this where it led to it so each one of our songs uh, has a different theme um, you know, one of them's uh, about Nikola Tesla. The other one's about, you know, pollution. Other one's about extinction. But we all follow. Uh, we all have like a, a similar background to it. And yeah, it's a. Uh, it, re- it revolves around the spacey type theme. Hey, thanks again so much, guys, for being here. I just got a few more questions for you. Um, so you got the. I noticed you got the the EP release show. Uh, tell us a little bit more about that and then what are some future dates that you have so that way uh, maybe people in my area wouldn't mind coming down to see you guys uh, give us a little info on that yeah so our EP release will be at the historic scene El Rey theater it's one of the oldest theaters here uh, in our city it's been around since like the 1940s I believe and they still have events they still have you know bands playing there um Personally, I think it's one of our our best um, best stages that we have down here. Best sound and stuff like that. Uh, as for future dates, uh, we do have another one in in our hometown. It's uh, it's for our a- ALS uh, awareness show. Uh, our friend Brandon Luna uh, has been doing this show for a couple of years now, and usually gets the heaviest and the the best bands uh, in our hometown to play. So we got a couple tracks we're going to play from your EP, Nikola Tesla and Season of Pollution. Uh, is there any backstory on these songs when it came to writing them? Um, lyrically, especially, like the lyrical content of these songs, does it have a story behind it or is it something that kind of just came to you as you went and you just wrote it out verbatim as, as you thought it through? Um, tell us a little bit more on that. Could it be as most creative as I can with when it comes to writing lyrics? Uh, just because, uh, you know, being in a metal band, there's very uh, minimal amount of topics that you can write of. Like, it's mostly everything the same. So, you know, I try to write a little bit more different when it comes to uh, uh, descriptive writing. And as for Nikola Tesla, I mean, if you, if you don't know about him, you should, like, search him up. He was a, uh, a huge role model for me and a huge uh, uh, role model for the metaphysical and engineering electrical engineering uh, community so um he really inspired me and and and, and i kind of want to put his name out there and, and 
and kind of you know make make his name worth it and what he really stood for. Uh, and as for seasonal pollution, you know, it goes back to the same thing. Like we we can talk about death and spilling guts for days, but I mean we've we've seen it over and over again, and it just really doesn't go anywhere. And uh, for seasonal pollution, I, I kind of want to make uh, what's going on in the world, you know, making sure that what's really going on in the world and not just where people are focusing on in the media and you know pointless stuff so that's kind of what influences me like reality as opposed to just uh emotional thoughts that help me influence uh lyrics so i got one final question here and this one's kind of a goofy one um if you could answer this individually if you could pick five members to be in a super group one vocalist, two guitar players, or one guitar player if it's easier, one bass player and one drummer, alive or dead, if you could make your perfect supergroup, who would be in it, and what would you call it? Okay, so I would definitely have my idol, Dimebag Daryl, and I would have the guitarist from Decapitated Vogue, in a band together with the drummer from Meshuga and bass player Alex Webster from Cannibal Corpse and I would call it uh, man it's a hard that's a tough one I would call it Prometheus my super group would be the guitarist and drummer from Animals as Leaders Tawson Abasi and Matt Garska as the drummer. Uh, vocalist would be the vocalist of Born of Osiris and the basses of Mudvayne. And I would call it... So I would call it uh, Animals as Osiris, uh, Ten String Palooza. Alright, my super group will be the drummer from Meshuggah, Jason Richardson as guitarist, uh, Josh Travis as guitarist. Uh, the bassist from the Tony Danza tap dance extravaganza. And vocals. I mean, come on, you gotta go with me, goat. So, so that that would that would be my super group. Oh, and her name will be Lemuria. Hey, thanks again so, so much for, for being here in episode three of Straight to the Core. Uh, before we get into the two songs, two tracks off your new EP, Nikola Tesla and Season of Pollution, first and foremost, I want to give a shout out and a thank you to From the Depths Entertainment out of Reading, Pennsylvania for making all this possible. Uh, so shout out to them. Thank you so much. Thank you guys for being here. Uh, let's get into these tracks. Um... This is the final burial, ladies and gentlemen. Make sure you follow him on Facebook. Another question I have, final question, before we get into it. Where can everybody find you on social media? Do you have a Twitter, Facebook? I know you have a Facebook. Do you have a Twitter, Instagram? Uh, how can people find your music? Bandcamp? Where can people get your new EP? Alrighty, let's get into it. The first track we're going to play is Nikola Tesla. And then we're going to play Seasons of Pollution. Season of Pollution. Uh, let's get it going. Enjoy. Thanks for being here again, guys. It's straight to the core. Uh, let's get to these tracks. Other digital platforms that you guys can find us on is uh, Instagram. Uh, we are under the name The Final Burial TX. Uh, we got a YouTube channel uh, also titled The Final Burial TX. Uh, we got our music video up there and a few other uh, live performances. Uh, you can download our music on Bandcamp. You can either search us up on the, the search bar, type in The Final Burial TX. Uh, we currently have two singles uh, that have been mixed and mastered to download for free. And we also have a very, very old EP from back in the day that you guys can download for free. Uh, once October 24th comes along, we will have our full-length EP. Uh, up for sale and we will also have our EP on Spotify and other uh, other platforms um, 
to to end this we would like to thank straight to the core uh for allowing us to have some exposure and showcasing all our music um and knowing about us and our information uh joshua rhodes from rhodes entertainment for connecting us to uh straight to the core thank you brother and special announcements from joshua rhodes himself the website is under construction as well as a mobile app so we'll be ready for all downloadable music uh the one that's actually downloadable and go ahead and check out the website you can go ahead and check out their the shop the shirts the artists models i also want to thank exoverse media from california and special shout out to from the devs entertainment our label from uh rating pennsylvania thank you guys thank you everybody um who's actually supporting us and any little support and exposure we are greatly appreciated and thank you everybody who's guiding us to where we're at right now all right so the first track we're going to play is nikola tesla and the second track you're going to hear is season of pollution from the final burial let's get into it Yeah. 
God damn that track. Holy shit. I don't know about y'all, but that middle section there where it gets all ambient and like crazy shit going on and the song just kicks back in. Fucking A. Badass. So that was Nikola Tesla from The Final Burial. And this next song is called Season of Pollution. So let's hit it. Now, I don't know about you, I can't speak for you, but I can speak for myself when I say, come October 24th, first thing I'm going to do is I'm going to get on Bandcamp.com, I'm going to search up the final burial, and I'm going to purchase that new EP, The Tenth Planet. This, that was, that was amazing. Wow. What a fantastic group of guys. Holy shit, that was an amazing interview. Uh, huge shout out to The Final Burial. Uh, thanks so much for being on this podcast. I, uh, I can't thank them enough for, for, for taking the time out of their lives to, to be on this show. 
Uh, so huge, 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 huge amounts of gratitude to those guys hailing all the way from Texas. It's like 900 miles south of me. That's insane to me that the first band is from Texas, which is I'm not complaining because I wouldn't ask for it any other way. So thank you, Final Burial, the Final Burial. Appreciate you guys so, so much. Uh, but before we end the show, there's a couple more things I want to talk about. I just didn't want to talk about it in the beginning so we can get to that interview. Uh, but last week, I kind of went on another tangent about the whole Spotify anchor dilemma. Um, for those of you that don't know, I'm going to do like a little cliff note version here. Earlier in the year, <clears throat> Spotify bought out Anchor. So Spotify owns Anchor. And because of that, Anchor.fm gives you an option if you choose to start your own podcast or if you, if you already use the use the, the source. Uh, they give you an option to add songs to your episodes from your personal Spotify premium account. And that's all well and good, but on the other side of the coin, if I do that, if I add music to do, like, for the sake of a music review, or not a music review, well, I guess a music review, but an album review, a, a song review, uh, something, some type of review, sometime, I'm not just going to play songs just for the hell of it, there'd be a purpose behind it. Uh, and if I were to do that through Anchor, unfortunately, Anchor will refuse, I mean, it's fortunate and unfortunate, because it keeps podcasters from getting in deep water with with copyright shit but anchor won't distribute to all 12 of the outlets i just mentioned earlier which is kind of a bum out but like i said anchor.fm forward slash straight to the core will always be the home page of the podcast but i got my favorite podcast apps i got the apps that i use i got the apps that i like and i have my own way of doing things and if i have my own way of doing things i'm sure you guys have your own way of doing things and I don't want to limit you guys as a listener to one outlet just because I want to play music. So, and then additionally onto that, it's going to make you, in order to listen to the whole song, you as a listener got to make an Anchor account, and then you got to link your personal Spotify premium account to your Anchor account, so that way you can listen to the whole song, because if you don't have a Spotify account, because some people don't, some people have like Apple Music or, you know, whatever, whatever floats your boat, and Everybody's got their own preference, but if you don't have a Spotify account, and I do put music on my show, you'll only be able to listen to 30 seconds of whatever song it is I'm talking about, and I don't even know what 30 seconds of the song is going to be played, and the only way you can listen to that 30 seconds anyway is on Anchor.fm, so Spotify, Apple Music, Apple Podcasts, I should say, Google Podcasts, CastBox, Podbean, all that's irrelevant because I played a song. And that just seems like too many cards are not dealt in my favor when it comes to that, when it comes to playing music. But I found an option. I found another solution. Uh, give me your opinion on this. I don't know if I'm going to do it yet. I'm still kind of up in the air. I'm getting other people's opinions. You know, I'm asking other people personally their opinions on it so I can get a good idea if this is a good option or not. But there's an outlet out there called Mixcloud. And basically it's the same idea that Anchor has when it comes to you playing music on Anchor to where you can only listen to it on Anchor. Well, I can do the same thing on Mixcloud, but you can only listen to it on Mixcloud. So what I was thinking was I'll have the main podcast, the main episodic format podcast that gets distributed to to all 12, hopefully more in the future, outlets that you can listen to the show. I'm going to continue doing that, continue doing that. But on the side, I'm going to have a Mixcloud account so I can play the music that I'm talking about on the main show. I don't know if that's too much. It'd be like, you know, this is, say, this is episode three. I'm not playing any music on this episode, but let's say in the future. Like, I've been talking about Knock Loose every damn week, and so let's say episode four, I want to do a review on Knock Loose's new album, A Different Shade of Blue, that just came out a couple weeks ago. I can play that whole album for you, and play it track by track, give my opinion on each track, and release that. But what I can do is talk about it on the main show and then have the review on Mixcloud. So that way you can listen to it. So that way it's in the same show. It's in the same thing. And I don't have to sacrifice distribution for the main show due to music copyright. I can have it on a different program. And then, you know, so say for example, episode four. 
that'll be episode four. I'll talk about Naglu's. And then the one on Mixcloud will be episode 4.1 or 4.5 or whatever. And then onward to episode 5, episode 5.5, episode 6, so on and so forth. So if I, that it may not be for every episode. I may not do a review for every episode. But if in the event that I do do a review, the music can be heard on Mixcloud. And me talking about it, encouraging you to go to Mixcloud to be on, this, on whatever episode it is that I'm on. Maybe 4, for example. I don't know. It seems like a lot of extra work for me. But it's also an extra step that you'd have to take, and then I have to put in the mixed cloud link. And it seems like a feasible option, but I'm not a hundred percent sure if I'm gonna go that route. I might do it once or twice, test the waters, see how big of a reaction it gets, see if it's even a feasible option to even continue doing it, because that's just another episode I'll have to make, which isn't a big deal, because I really, really have a lot of fun doing this. Um, but I don't know. Check it out yourselves. Check out Mixcloud. Read the fine print because I'm pretty sure it's anything. Anything because there's somehow Mixcloud has a way to where when a song gets played, not necessarily on my show, but when anybody creates a show or a program or a podcast or radio or a radio thing or whatever, there's many different options you can use with that. But if you choose to do that, Somehow, some way, the song that gets played, it could be any song in the world, I believe, whatever song gets played somehow triggers Mixcloud to, to, as long as it's labeled right, as long as the artist and song title is labeled correctly, it'll trigger Mixcloud to, to, to pay whoever um, get, needs to get paid, like whoever the artist is. And I know there's some limitations as a free user, so you can only listen to one show three times in a week or something, which is fine. Because for me, I don't really, as a podcast listener, I really only listen to an episode once. So for me, that's really not an issue. But if you really like the songs, and you got a Spotify account or you got an Apple Music account, you can just search for whatever it is I play and you can listen to it on your own time without having to worry about listening to the episode that I uploaded again. So there's something about that. I don't really have anything pulled up right now. I probably should have thought about that before I mentioned anything, but it's okay. Uh, but yeah, there's a, there's a certain limitation as a listener. You can only listen to a particular show, I think two or three times a week, unless you subscribe to the show, which I'm not encouraging anybody to do just yet because it's still just a it's still just in its infancy of even being an idea. I don't even know if I'm going to do it yet. Give me your opinions on it. But there's a way to you so you can subscribe for a very minimal fee. I think it's like two or three bucks a month. You can subscribe to Straight to the Core on Mixcloud. You can listen to that. You can listen to anything I put out as many times as you want. And you'll only be subscribed to me. And I have another option to where it's like seven or eight bucks a month to where you subscribe to Mixcloud as a whole. And you can listen to anything that Mixcloud has on their service as many times as you want. So I'm not encouraging anybody to really pay for anything because that's like I like I said, it's still very young, and it's it's not even I don't even have an account made. Oh well, I lied. I do have an account made just so I could I was bored at work on my break, so I just made one, but I haven't done anything with it yet. Um, so let me know what you think on that. Send me an email, straight2core at gmail.com. Send me a message on the Facebook, uh, Twitter, Instagram, doesn't matter. Send me a direct message. Uh, let me know what you think. Have the main have the main podcast still be an episode of far- format. The main podcast will still get distributed to everything without music. And then whatever bands or whatnot I talk about on the podcast, it will be a corresponding piggyback style show. Same thing, still called Straight to the Core, but it'd be Straight to the Core, like Music Edition or something. I don't know what I'm going to call it yet. But you'll listen to the main show on the 12 different outlets so far that's available, or Anchor.fm. And then you'll go and listen to the, to the Music Edition on Mixcloud. And wash rinse, repeat, wash, rinse, repeat every week, so on and so forth down the line. I don't know. I'm going to stop here while I'm ahead before I get too, you know... I have a tendency to ramble, especially when I got nobody else sitting next to me to, to really keep me on focused. <laughs> but 
that's it on that. I, I'll I'll mention it. I'll keep mentioning it every week, and and I don't think I'm gonna do anything this week. I might try to test the waters next week. Do something small. See if it sticks. It's like one of those things where you take a throw a bunch of shit at the wall, whatever sticks. See whatever sticks. So we'll see if this works out or not. I don't know yet. But on that note, I am still. I keep fucking spacing it like an idiot. But I'm still going to make a SoundCloud for the show so you'll be able to download each episode. Uh, I'll make sure that as soon as I get that done, I'll post a link up on all the social media, Twitter, Facebook, Instagram. Well, not so much. I'll take a screenshot of it on Instagram and just have you copy and paste the link. So that way you'll be able to to download everything and whatnot. Um, one thing I do want to mention is the fact that And Hell Followed With and As Are They Dying both released new material today. And Hellfather With just released the first set of new music in almost 10 years. Let me see if I can pronounce this right. Chimerical Reality? I haven't had a chance to listen to it yet. Actually, I had to listen to one song, and it blew my damn mind. So I'm really excited to check that out later on today. And then As I Lay Dying released um, Shape by Fire today. And I'm fell in love with the three songs they released. Uh, I, I didn't pre-order it. I probably should have, but I'm going to go out and buy it somehow, some way. I'll have to order it online. I'm going to order both, both of these online because I'm, like I mentioned every episode, I'm a very, very big advocate of physical collection, of a phys- having a physical collection. And my goal is to hit a thousand albums by the time 2020 hits. So, got to get on the ball with that. But, yeah, and Hell Followed With, those guys, I used to, Fucking listen to those guys all the time in the mid two thousands. They're they're a great like melodic deathcore band. They're they're amazing. I think they're out of Detroit, Michigan. I want to say. I hope I'm right on that. Uh, but those guys, uh, they I think they they split up in like April of twenty twelve. I think. Don't quote me on that. Uh, but I was really bummed out about it, and then I found out they, they were reforming with a few new members, and they were going to put out an EP, and it released today, and I'm really excited to check that out, because I loved and how fell with. They were a part of that really big mid-2000s deathcore movement, and they were kind of one of the underrated bands, in my opinion. Like, you had, like, your White Chapels, your Despised Icons, your Suicide Silences, and whatnot, but it kind of bummed me out, because not very many people really talked about and hell followed with. Uh, which is which is which is crazy because these guys are insane. So I'm really excited to check that out soon. I believe it is on any and all streaming apps and outlets out there. So check it out. Chimerical reality from In Hell Followed With. Definitely check that out. And then As I Lay Dying, I got a long, long history with As I Lay Dying. Uh, the first time I saw them was in my hometown with Slipknot Unearthed in 2005. And it's crazy to think about how long ago that was. And that's the first time, not really, the first time I heard of Azalea Dying. Some of you may remember that MTV's Headbangers Ball used to put out compilations. They put out like three or four of them. And I think it was the second one, Forever from Azalea Dying and then Endless from an Earth were on disc two. And they like the last two tracks. And I listened to them back to back to back to back to back because I was so excited to see Slipknot. At the time, I didn't know who Azalea Dying or Unearth really was. And I heard those two songs, and I immediately became a fan of both bands. But as I lay dying, I remember my friend, I have a friend named Chelsea, and she had uh, Shadows of Security. And I asked her if I could borrow it, because this is back in the day when, at school, as a freshman in high school, everybody walked around with a CD player still. Kind of aging myself a bit here. But everybody still had CD players, and... I asked her, and you know, you had the CD player, and then you had the big, obnoxious fucking book of CDs in your backpack that weighed more than all your textbooks combined. I was that kid, but I didn't have Shadows of Security. So I asked my friend Chelsea, I'm like, hey, can I borrow that? Let me check that out. And, of course, she let me borrow it, and I remember I was walking down the hall, the, the first class of the day. I couldn't tell you what that class was now. I want to say it was math. I want to say it was math, because I remember math being close to the beginning of the day and I hated it because I was still groggy and not completely awoke, awoken I woke up you know I was still kind of and I hated math that was never my strong point I remember walking to math and I had Shadows of Security in my Walkman because at the time that was the newest album and that was shortly 
well, no, let me think here. I don't know. That was the newest album at the time. And I remember walking down the hallway and meeting and tragedy kicked. And I thought forever was good. You know, I, I fell in love with forever. Uh, they're, they're one of their songs. And meeting and tragedy kicked in, which is track one on Shadows of Security. And I fucking, I literally stopped. I was walking to class and I literally stopped in my tracks because I was just so instant goosebumps. Is at the time, uh, you know, metalcore for me. I mean, metalcore was kind of it was it was popular and it was it was like the thing at the time. You know, it was like a it was a weird time there where metalcore and deathcore, like de- metalcore was at its peak and like deathcore kind of slid in there and started to rise a bit. It was around that time, and I knew what metalcore was. And, you know, I listened to Kill Switch, I listened to Unearth, I listened to you know a couple other metalcore bands, uh, Shadows Fall, and early metalcore, I should say. And I listened to As I Dying and Meeting and Tragedy Kicked and I was late to class because I was standing in one spot with goosebumps listening to the whole song. And then by the time I snapped out of it, there was nobody else in the hallway. I was just standing there like a fucking idiot. Embarrassed, but I'm like, wait a minute, you know, this is, what time is it? And I looked at, you know, pulled out, I think I had a watch or, this was before smartphones, I still had flip phones, I don't even think I had a phone yet. So I had to run to find the nearest clock on the wall, you know, in the hallways to see what time it was. And I was like 10 minutes late for, for my first class. I'm like, shit. So I run down the other way of the hallway and finally get into math class or whatever class it was. And I still had, you know, at this point, could find was, I think it was, could find was track two. And that was like halfway over by the time I, by the time I got to class or it was almost over. And it was totally worth it though. I was late to class. I think I got, I got a, I got a, um, referral that's kind of severe for being late to class I can't remember what I got but I got like a slap on the wrist or something and totally worth it and I've, I've been in love with Azalea dying since and the whole drama with Tim Lambesis and 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 the the legal battle not really legal battle but the legalities he had with um his whole estranged ex-wife and whatnot I'm over it the man did his time the man knows his mistakes. The man is trying to make up for his mistakes. The man is trying to better his life. Trying to see past the the stupid decisions that he made. And he owns up to him. He's always owned up to him ever since he's been out of prison. He's always owned up to what he did. He's trying to rectify the situation. And he's trying to move on with his life. People make mistakes. People make stupid mistakes. It happens to the best of us. You can't blame a man for trying to right his wrongs. I'm being completely serious on this. I, I mean, I'm, I am slightly biased because Azalea Dying is one of my favorite bands, especially since it was one of the first bands I discovered at a younger age. And I don't care what anybody says about the band, I will always love Azalea Dying, and I've been waiting so long. I remember I was sitting with my friends, Aaron and Hodge, and we were sitting in our other friend's bedroom, and that's when the news broke that, you know, Tim Lambesis was arrested for trying to kill his ex-wife or whatever, and da 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 And we're like, fuck, because we all love, still do love Azalea Dying. And we're like, oh, reunion show 2019 or whatever. I'd be down if he said 2019, but he said reunion show in seven years, and literally, it was April of this year, Azalea Dying came to my town to play with, I think they played with Currents, who else did they play with, Currents, oh boy, I can't remember the other two, I know they played with Currents, because I love Currents, but, and me, Hodge and Aaron, my buddies, Hodge and Aaron, we immediately bought tickets, and we're like, we're there, and for me, especially, being at that show, seven years since I've even seen Azalea dying, seven, however long, six, seven years, and being there in the minute that they stopped playing, they finished their set, everybody was getting ready to leave. Because we said we'd be there. We were such big fans. Yeah, we thought it was fucked up what Tim did. We are such big fans of Azalea dying that we said no matter what, we will be at that reunion show. And sure as shit, we were there and we all high-fived at the end like we did it. You know, we said what we were going to do. We're still, I'm, I'm going to, I'm, I'm, I support Tim Lambesis. 
all these fucking jokes that people are making about, oh, has my life lay dying? That's stupid. Get over it. Get over it. Get over yourselves. Shut the fuck up. Get over it. The man is trying to better himself. He knows what he did is wrong. He knows there's a fucked up way of thinking. He's trying to better himself. And he's put a lot of that emotion in his lyrics for this new album. If you haven't taken time to listen to the three singles, three or four singles they released before they released the whole album, listen to them. Listen to the lyrics. He's trying to better himself. And the way I look at it is, if the, all the other members of Hazelay Dying took him back and welcomed him back and are willing to make music with Tim Lambesis again, then you should be willing to stop fucking judging the man for what he did. If anything, those five or six members, five members, five other people, well, four other people, I should say, in Azale Dying, for those four other people that probably know Tim better than anybody, for those four people to accept him back into their lives and allow themselves to make music under the Azale Dying banner, that should tell you tenfold how much you should forgive this man for the mistakes he made. Like I said, everybody makes mistakes. Nobody is perfect. Nobody is perfect. So I had to get that out of my system since Azalea Dying just released a new album today. And I'm excited to check it out. I haven't had time to listen to that yet either except for the, the singles that they put out. But I kind of went on a tangent there again. Um, I just had to be serious for a second and kind of get that off my chest. Uh, but enough about that. Uh, I think that's about all I have for this week. I uh, just want to give another shout out. and A big thanks to The Final Burial. Uh, for being on the show. Uh, thank you so much. From the bottom of my heart, thank you for being here. Thank you for taking the time to do the interview again. I also want to thank the final burial. Or not the final burial. Wow, I'm getting ahead of myself again. I'm so in thought with the whole Lazuli dying thing. I repeated myself. That's my fault. I also want to thank From the Depths Entertainment, who represents the final burial out of Reading, Pennsylvania. Huge shout out to them for allowing me to play a couple of tracks that you just heard in the interview uh it was a nikola tesla and season of pollution uh definitely give them a follow on facebook a follow on twitter check them out from the depths entertainment out of reading pennsylvania thank you so much uh for for giving us the music to play and thank you for the final burial and making it huge shout out to Ro- uh, joshua rhodes and rhodes entertainment thank you for wel- welcoming to the family I'm excited to be here. Let's see where this journey takes us. And I also want to give a shout out to the 500 plus people on Facebook, the 100 and some odd people on Instagram and however many people are on Twitter. I, 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 I know I shouldn't give a number, but for me, I didn't think I'd get above 50. And the fact that I got 500 this every single week, the interest in the podcast has doubled. By interest, I mean the likes on the Facebook page. Every single week it's doubled and it's it's truly humbling to see that and I, 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 normally I wouldn't give out a number like that but for me it it means a lot. It means more than words can express so thank you so much for being you. Thank you for supporting me and just, just thank you. Uh, I do got a couple other bands lined up to be on the show and my buddy Zach said he wants to be on the show so we'll see. My buddy Zach that left me a voice message. Uh, and, the, and I mentioned the voice messages, and uh, he's the one that left me a voice message, and he wants to be on the show to tell some concert stories, so that'd be fun. We'll have him on the show. We'll do an episode with him. And if you're in a band, well, you don't necessarily have to be a band. If you're in a band especially, let me know. I'd love to have you and play a couple of your songs on the show, on the podcast. And even if you're not in a band, if you're just a metal fan, you love the music as much as I do, and you want to shoot the shit, talk about music for an hour, let me know. I'd love to have you on the show. I'd love to have a conversation with you. And uh, talk about metal. Let's fucking do it. I love metal. I literally, every aspect of my life revolves around metal. I dress. I've been wearing fucking band t-shirts since middle school. I'm almost fucking 30 years old. That's never changed. I have an entire room dedicated to my music collection that's 99% metal. I work in a goddamn metal fabrication shop, so I work with metal. Different kind of metal, but it's still metal nonetheless. Work with metal. Dress in metal, decorate in metal, metal. Um, so if you fit any of those categories, let me know. 
I would love to have you on the show and, and, and rattle your brain for a while. Talk about music for a good solid hour or so. Um, but like I like to mention, I mentioned the voice messages earlier. Please go to anchor.fm forward slash pod. There's an option to leave me a voice message on the anchor.fm link. Please don't hesitate. Make an account. Follow me on anchor.fm. Leave me some voice messages. Send me some love. I'll be sure to put it in episode four if you do. Don't care how many there are. I'll put it in there. So do that. Send me some love. Please follow. Like me on Facebook. Follow the podcast on Twitter and Instagram. And make sure if you're using dedicated apps for the podcast that you please subscribe so that way you have notifications instantly the minute a new episode comes up. Thank you so much. My name is Matt Massacre. This is episode three. Straight to the core. Thank you for being you.